0: The learner's mindset isn't something that you do, isn't necessarily something that you work towards. It's actually better understood as part of who you are as a perpetual learner. Perhaps the following story might help you understand how the learner's mindset really comes about, how it works, and and how it can be realized. I'm going to go back to uh, many years ago when my boys were much younger, just young Uh, just above the age of toddlers, or even, you know, uh, just prior to them going into the K to 12 years. So they are quite young. Um, I worked with them on a consistent basis and, and encouraged them to always look for a better way to do something. I always gave them an opportunity for them to stop what we were doing and say, Dad, what if we did it this way? I used to joke around with them saying that their dad was the laziest man that they will ever meet because he's always looking for a better way. And the better way isn't necessarily something that's faster or something that's easier because sometimes if you do something faster or easier, it actually can take you longer because you might have to redo it. Doors take time. So as my boys were growing up, they always looked at opportunities that we were working towards or things we were doing, whether it was projects or working in the yard or working in school or whatever the case it was, there was always an opportunity for them to provide input into a better way. And over the years, this attitude of always looking for that better way, this attitude of experimentation, exploration, really took hold. And it really has come to be part of who they are and i believe that this is part of their learner's mindset because they are perpetual learners now this idea of always looking for a better way the exploration experimentation you know having a whole lifetime a young lifetime of doing this has led to their capacity as professional athletes today and as young businessmen let me give you another example uh, both my boys race professional downhill mountain bikes they're they're professional racers and they're always looking to go faster always looking to go faster so they're always looking for a variety of ways different things that they can do they're using technology to go faster they use their gopros they're using um, uh, free lap timing devices they're using a whole host of things to go faster and uh, very recently or not that long ago, they were taking a look at some issues that they had to address in terms of cornering. And so both my boys were talking about maybe setting up a scenario where they would test out um, the right way to enter into uh, a corner and propel themselves out of the corner. and So they wanted to set up some timing devices, maybe take a look at setting up some cameras to get a sense of where's the best path to take, where can they actually get the most amount of G-force to propel them out of the corner. So it was a series of experimentations. It was interesting when they were talking about that whole scenario, they went back and forth. My older son says, well, why don't we do this? And if we use one timing device, this will. This this will. would work, and then, you know, it would be less to carry. My my younger son, Caleb, would say, well, you know what? I think we need to know where you want to actually go into the corner, and then how quickly can you come out? I think we need the second device on that. So they went back and forth, talked about it, threw out a bunch of ideas, and then they got to the point where they basically said, well, we're going to have to test it out. And this is really an important factor of the learner's mindset. And this goes back to something that for those of you who've watched a Ken Robinson video about school skilling creativity or any of his videos, Ken Robinson has a a, a saying uh, where he says, you won't know until you give it a go. You know, young people are willing to just give it a go. Okay. And so my boys have had this attitude. We won't know until we test out you know, our ideas. We won't know where to place the GoPros, where to place the timing devices. This willingness to experiment, this willingness to explore, this willingness to fail forward is part of the learner's mindset. It's part of that pursuit of the better way that they grew up with. It's part of that natural inquisitivism that they have as perpetual learners they live as perpetual learners they see everything they do as an opportunity to learn and to explore and so everything they do has an element of exploration everything they do has an element of of experimentation everything they do has an element this may not work this may fail but guess what once it fails we can do something else so it's really important to understand that the learner's mindset is part of this natural inquisitivistic nature that is part of being a perpetual learner. So it is not necessarily something that you do, it's part of who you become as a perpetual learner. Now I want to point out the differences between the learner's mindset and Carol Dweck's growth mindset, which is equally important. Now Carol Dweck has made the argument that you want to actually promote a growth mindset over the fixed mindset to help students recognize that they have the capacity to grow, they have the capacity to explore, they have all these capacities. But her growth mindset idea and the research that she went into this idea really came about as a response to the fact that a lot of students are held back by a fixed mindset. And if you look at Carol Dweck's research and her personal experience, she was exposed to a teacher in her very early years who categorized her as not necessarily one of the brighter students or one of the faster students. And so sometimes our educational system, the way that it set things up in terms of information transfer, categorizes and puts students in their place, and it actually promotes this fixed mindset. And so Carol Dweck took a look at what is it going to take to shift that, and she argued that you need to, encourage students to move their thinking to the thinking of yet. I don't have it yet. You have to encourage students to look at this idea of yet. Well, I would argue that that idea of yet never actually goes away if you maintain and support learner's mindset and the perpetual learning. Now, if you are in a situation where the learner has been quenched by the system of education, well the growth mindset is a starting point to take a look at. The growth mindset also is supplemented by George Kuris's innovators mindset and Kuris builds on this notion that the idea of exploration, experimentation, is the next step after the growth mindset. Well, I would argue And we argue in in our research, and our experience, that that natural experimentation, that, that natural inquisitivistic nature of a child, of a toddler who is testing everything, experimenting with everything, throwing everything around, that, you know, when you look at these young children, that natural desire, that natural predisposition towards learning that we see in children prior to them going into school is that learner's mindset. That's what they do they're perpetual learners they're learning they're the most amazing learning entities on the face of the planet and we know through the research of the people uh like gerber who has written the book about the more beautiful question that you know the questioning which is central to this notion of the learner's mindset or the growth mindset and the innovators mindset the, the questioning which is so important starts to diminish after students start school. And by the middle of the years and by high school, you know, the the hundreds of questions a day that you had prior to students going to school goes down into the single digits in the low teens. And so our system of education, which is designed to focus on the retrieval of information, the regurgitation of information by pushing the content, you know, the information transfer-based system focuses on really quenching those natural and inquisitivistic natures that i think is really important and is part of the learner's mindset i guess the argument that we're making is that we don't want to put our learners in a position where we have to rebuild that growth mindset the argument that we're making is that if we can capture learners early enough and get them to shift into this notion of being a perpetual learner stoke the fires of that natural curiosity stoke the fires of that natural intrinsic inquisitivistic nature if we can do that it brings back that natural desire to learn that natural desire to explore and if we create a learning environment where we give our learners choice ownership and voice through authentic learning opportunities that's all that it takes to revive that natural learner's mindset. This is why Dweck's notion of yet is so powerful and I think is so important. It not only sparks the intrinsic inquisitive nature, it flames the fires of our desire to learn and it stokes the learner's mindset. This idea of yet is so important. But it's also important to recognize that if we can catch our learners at a very, very early age and build into them and encourage them to keep that desire to learn, that passion to explore, that passion to experiment, that willingness to fail forward, that willingness to make mistakes, that willingness to have a go. Well, then it'll change everything. It'll change their lives. They will be that perpetual learner throughout their entire childhood, throughout their education, and they will maintain that attitude throughout their life, which will make them much more significant contributors to society. The growth mindset is an amazing, wonderful tool. The innovator's mindset is wonderful as well, but we argue if you can actually stoke the flames of that intrinsic learner's mindset, it's even much more powerful.